man. Our next guest probably tanning it up right now. It's Bob Weeks, TSN golf analyst, uh, joining us in the Gabriel Pizza Hotline. How are you doing this morning, Bob? Uh, it's 18 and windy here. Oh, That's okay. the forecast at the moment. Good <laughs> okay. for you. <laughs> okay, all good, all good. Um, uh, you're excited to be out on the road. This is the unofficial fifth major. This is such a great... Can you describe uh, that particular golf course and what makes it so alluring, not just for the pros that play it, but for fans to go out and watch the tournament? Well, I think everybody sort of looks at this course and thinks of the 17th hole, which is the famous par 3 um, with water, but basically almost all the way around it, and it's uh, that that's kind of a marquee hole. But the golf course itself is one that's unique in, in in my opinion, on on the PGA Tour, in that it really doesn't favor any particular kind of golfer. So if you're a long hitter or a short hitter, you can play well here. If you're a good putter or a bad putter, you can play well here. There's just no kind of uh, singular advantage here. You have to have a well-rounded game to play well here in this on this uh, course. And I think it's come a long way because when it first started here which is going to be which is this is the 49th edition of it back in the early days the players hated this golf course so much they uh, they almost rebelled and refused to play it the second time out so it's come a long way it's, they've massaged it a little bit but it's uh, it's a real challenge if, if you win the players championship you played four rounds of very good golf how much of a factor is a win bob well it's going to play a little bit i don't think uh, i don't know how how much it's going to continue to blow it's supposed to blow quite strong today and then the next couple of days i think sort of start to simmer down but i think it 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 will be a factor in some respects um you don't need much wind to make it a difficult golf course obviously especially if you're standing over your tee shot on 17 but it will it will play i think mostly it's going to get a little bit cooler uh and it's going to be mostly sunny maybe a little chance of rain on friday so i think we're in for some some good weather you've been playing golf all your life you're a good golfer how many times have you played the 17th and what's the bob weeks success rate at getting the ball on the green you know, I have never played the TPC soccer. What? So how about that? So what? my record is perfect. My wow. Is perfect. <laughs> but here's here's a here's an interesting stat for you. Two Canadians, uh, are are my my uh, co-host uh, Graham Dillette and Adam Hadwin are perfect in their uh, in their attempts at getting on the 17th in competition. So they both uh, Adam is con- continuing on obviously this week, but Graham Dillette was perfect in his career here. Never dunked one in the water. Wow. That's, that's a pretty rare thing to say. It is not that long a hole. Uh, depending on where they put the tee blocks. Uh, but, of course, there's it's just water. And then uh, is it visually as intimidating in person as it appears to be on TV? <laughs> yes, of course. So I would say it's about 135 yards. So depending on the wind, it's usually like a nine iron for these guys, sometimes a wedge. Um, but it's tough to sort of judge the wind. It's tough to figure out where the breezes are coming from. And depending on where they put the pin, there's kind of two tiers to the green. Um, you really can't be aggressive, or if you do, it's generally by mistake. If you get the ball very close to the hole, depending on where it is, especially if it's sort of down front right where they usually put it on Sunday. But you stand, you basically start to look at that hole when you finish 16. There's sort of a long walk along the water, and you stare out at this thing, and the green looks tiny from, from where you are. Visually, you don't see a lot of it. It's not really sort of tilted up, so you can't really see a whole bunch. You see all the bulkheads, and you see the water. And again, it's surrounded by uh, it's surrounded by by stands, so it's tough to pick up the breezes. You're looking at flags, and you're looking at trees, and you're trying to figure out exactly where it's coming from. And then you just have to have the courage to stand over it and pull the trigger. Does it also make it tougher, Bob, that it does come at the end of your round, depending where your pressure point, or I guess depending how you played that day? Yeah, very much so. I mean, a lot of players say they would like the hole if it was the sixth or the eighth or something like that, but it really does play a, a large part in determining 
um, the outcome of this tournament. Really, the last three holes. There's a there's a sort of a I wouldn't say easy, but easyish par five on 16 that a lot of guys will birdie and some will eagle, and then 18 maybe the most underrated difficult hole on the PGA Tour to try and get the ball uh, in in the fairway. There's water all down the left. If you have a, a lead, obviously you're going to play safe. But you don't have much room there because if you're a little bit too far to the right, you end up in, in a bunch of thick trees. So um, it's uh, it's a tough finish, those three holes, but certainly 17 is the one that stands out. Uh, Bob Weeks, TSN Golf Analyst, is at the Players' Championship, joining us uh, live from uh, Florida this morning. Uh, Cam Smith is the defending uh, champion uh, in this event. Cam Smith is no longer a PGA Tour member. He jumped over to live. How much has that been a topic this week in the lead-up to the tournament? It has been. It was asked at the press conference with uh, Commissioner Jay Monahan yesterday if he sort of felt disappointed. But uh, I think everyone sort of realizes that the Cam Smith and the rest of the live players who aren't here made a choice, and then this is the choice that they're going to have to live by. They're not going to be here now. It's interesting that Cam Smith lives here in Jacksonville, so he actually hinted at one point that he might buy a ticket and come and watch. <laughs> no, I'm not sure if he's going to do that or not. I did see Harold Varner though last year at the President's Cup, so that was that was interesting. <laughs> So he did come out and watch, but um, you know Cam Smith is is going to be missed. He's the defending champion. No one has gone back to back here in this tournament. No one's won two in a row. So it would have been nice to to see him have a chance. He's a he's a wonderful player, but um, unless something drastic changes in the next couple of years, I don't think we're going to see Cam or the other guys around here for a while. Does it feel like something's missing, Bob, when you come to a major like this with all the players left for the live tour? Not too much, to be honest with you. I mean, you do sort of miss some of the guys, Dustin Johnson or or Cam Smith, but there's, you know, there's there's a lot of really good young players out here right now. We've seen these new designated tournaments where all the best players are playing over the last few weeks with uh, Phoenix, where you had John Rahm and, and Scotty Scheffler in the last group, and last week with uh, all the top, well, a lot of the top names right up near the, the leaderboard, the top of the leaderboard. So there's, there's guys who are filling in their places, as I suspect there will, and there's, you know, guys who are playing on live and, and doing well over there as well. But I think right now you're seeing enough firepower from the players who are still here uh, to make it, uh, to make it. I don't know if you want to say forget about those guys, but they're not really a hot topic here other than the fact that Cam Smith, the defending champions, not in the field. We put, uh, Bob, so much focus on the four majors, and rightfully so. That's what a lot of the best players in the world, they, they, they focus and, uh, you know, on, on trying to ramp up and be at their best for the four majors. This is known as the unofficial fifth major. How much does it mean to the players themselves to win this particular tournament? This is the closest you can get to winning a major without actually winning a major. I would say it's usually the deepest field in golf uh, outside of the four majors. It's it's a big tournament in terms of purse. The, the purse is $25 million here. Someone's going to go home. I think it's around $4 million is the first prize. And you're you're playing on a on a challenging golf course against the best, and that's always a good sign for, for the winner out here that he's he's accomplished something. So I think they do look at this. You look at the list of players' champions. Um, you know, it's a, it's a very group. It's long hitters, short hitters, um, older guys, younger guys. I can still remember watching Stephen Ames play here in 2006. Probably, I would say in my career, that his last round was the best I've ever seen anybody hit a golf ball for 18 holes. So, you know, he, he looks back at that and says, yeah, that's, that's, I agree with that. That's kind of my major. Um, and then some of the other guys do as well. So I think there's... There's a real importance to this tournament, um, whether it's uh, in their legacy or whether it's uh, in their in their dreams <laughs> coming forward and hoping to win. Uh, it's a big, big it's a big, big week for everybody. Who's your favorite Canadian going in, Bob? 
boy, that's tough. They're all playing really well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe say Corey Connors. He kind of had a a little bit of a breakthrough last week. He played well for three rounds. I think his his game is uh, more suited to the Florida courses than the West Coast. So he had a bit of a rough start in the West Coast, but I think I liked what I saw. I talked to him a little bit on the range yesterday and saw him out there. So. Any one of those five that are in the field, though, has, has a legitimate shot. All right, good stuff. Uh, you've got, and by the way, what uh, uh, Graham Dillette's must, I, I saw your stand-up yesterday. He's your co-host, as you said. He's doing, uh, he's got almost the evil villain uh, mustache thing. Does, does he ask your help in waxing that thing every morning or what? <laughs> no, but we're calling him Snidely Whiplash on okay. the bowling hole uh, <laughs> cartoon. So. All, right, <laughs> All right, good stuff. Bob Weeks is at the Players' Championship. He'll have it covered, and TSN has coverage uh, of uh, all the rounds starting tomorrow through Sunday. Always a great watch. Bob, appreciate the time. Enjoy the tournament. Okay, stay warm up there.